Hey everybody and welcome to Ask Alley, your place for life advice with a metaphysical twist. Ask Alley is the longest running spiritual podcast on iTunes, now Apple Podcasts. I've been helping others there since 2005. Today is Monday, December 5th, 2022. I want to thank you for tuning in and giving me a listen to. If you'd like to get a reading or find out more about me, just visit outofbodyecstasy.com. And don't forget, if you like this episode, please give it a five-star rating, review it, and share it with three friends. We are in the last episode of season 17, episode, this is episode number 38. Next Monday, the 12th, I started this podcast on 12-12-05, I think. <laughs> But we will start our 18th year of doing this podcast next week. Unbelievable. I can't believe I've been doing it this long. So I want to thank, thank you for listening to me and listening to the podcast. If you're brand new or you've been hanging around for a while, I appreciate you tremendously. And if you just found me, uh, just to let you know, I do not edit these podcasts out. Uh, life is messy, and so is this podcast. I have 15 cats and two dogs, and usually somebody makes an appearance, or I'm yelling at them, or something happens <laughs> when I am doing these episodes. So, you know, just hang tough, and um, we'll get through this together. I am also uh, starting to put this podcast on YouTube. Um, I've tried, last week I did, I converted my own little audiogram thing and put it on YouTube. Um, this week I'm going to send it through the software I just found, stick it up on YouTube. So hopefully, hopefully everything works. Um, and if I remember, I can put the little YouTube button on um on on something so you know you subscribe to youtube i totally blanked out at where i'm going to put that little thing um the icon looking for icon not sticker and uh it should send you to youtube okay <laughs> so i hope you guys are doing fine i am not doing too shabby um it's been a it was a hell of a week last week and this week is going to be well you know just as challenging for everybody. So you know, buckle up. <laughs> it's going to be a very interesting week coming up, uh, but we too shall get through it and it shall pass like it always does. Now, let's hang, let's hang, let's get into the magical item of the week, which is Lepolite. Lepolite? Hopefully I said that right. I probably didn't. It is a stone. Um, the planets it represents are Jupiter and Neptune, the element of water. The powers it has is for peace, spirituality, luck, protection, anti-nightmare, psychism, and love. Whew. Um, this is a calming stone suitable for relieving the stresses of everyday living. Uh, Le Lepidite soothes anchor, anger. Anger, hatred, or any other negative emotion. Simply hold the stone in your receptive hand, which is the hand, the hand you do not write with. 
I know that like the back of my hand, but for some reason <laughs> tonight I just forgot what it was. So your receptive hand, which is the hand you do not write with, for a few moments and breathe deeply. Or to quiet an entire house, place the lepidite stones in a circle around a pink candle and obviously light the pink candle in a light in a safe space. Doing to due to its calming effects and its sometimes vividly purple color. Lepidolite can be used in rituals or carried to promote spirituality. This mineral is carried to attract good luck to its bearer. It also drives off negativity, though its protective properties are extremely strong. To promote a restful sleep free of nightmares, place this stone near your headboard or on your night table. Some stone magicians are now using the stone to increase psychic awareness. An easy way to do this is to place a large piece of the stone on your altar between a yellow or blue candles. Settle down before this and work to break your conscious mind's dictatorship. Pieces of pink tourlamine embedded in leptolite are useful for promoting love or calming negative emotions that often upset relationships. It is a stone of reconciliation. So again, I probably said it wrong. Leptolite. If you would like to see the little picture of it and what it, it represents, um, it will be on this episode's post in outofbodyecstasy.com. Now let's move on to the Oracle Card Overview of the Week for December 5th, 2022. I am using the Dragon Oracle Cards by Diana Cooper. And a picture of these cards I'm about to draw will also be on this episode's um, post on outofbodyecstasy.com. So let's, uh, let's shuffle here and see what we got. Shirley, that's a cat, guys. Shirley, be good. I see you. I see you and you're lurking. All right. She's trying to sneak past Karma the dog. She's really too fat to sneak past Karma the dog, but we'll see what happens. Karma, be good. Be, come here. Be good. Be good. Thank you. That's a good girl. All right. Let's see what three cards we got today. There is card one, card two, and last but certainly not least, card three. Alright. Oh, how nice. How nice. We got some nice cards for this week. So the first card I drew, which is for Monday and Tuesday, is the Earth and Water Dragon which is all about creating the foundation for new growth. A fresh start is coming with new opportunities. Nurture your ideas and harvest the abundance. That's for Monday and Tuesday. The card for Wednesday and Thursday is Golden Christed Dragon. Brings you higher love so that you can embody the Christ light. Absorb the Christ light. You are protected. Expand your heart and remain fifth dimensional. That is for Wednesday and Thursday. And then for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we have the Golden Orange Dragon. Expanding your light for ascension. 
Be a peaceful warrior. Help those in need. Remember your magnificence. So Monday and Tuesdays are time for new opportunities, new things, new beginnings. Grow, grow, grow. Wednesday and Thursday is a time for us to embody the light and for us to fill up on the light, whether we need it for um, stress relief, for healing, for love, for confidence, for wellness, whatever it is, that light will be available to all of us on Wednesday and Thursday. And then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, they're telling us to all be peaceful warriors and that we should be helping people in need and that we should all remember how awesome we are. All right. All right. So those are the cards for this week. Now the topic this week, this topic's a little long, so bear with me. Uh, I decided to choose how to protect yourself against energy vampires because this is Christmas coming up, the holidays. And then we have New Year's. And with the holidays, um, if you're working for somebody else, it tends to be holiday parties. There's plenty of family, you know, family gatherings, friend gatherings, whatever the case may be, we're around a lot of people. And not everyone is, is the best for us, right? So that's why I decided to do how to protect yourself against energy vampires. Now, those those stealers of energy, those energy stealers, they are everywhere. They're, again, they're family members, co-workers, friends. You could even be one yourself. You just don't know it. An energy stealer and an energy vampire is the same thing. And we all know what vampires do. I mean, I'm sure you've seen a vampire movie or read a vampire book here or there. Vampires, they suck out our blood, our vital energy, depleting us and causing us to become unhealthy emotionally, physically, mentally, and spiritually. That's what a vampire vampire does in the movies, and that's what an energy vampire does. Except in the movies, it's blood, and energy, energy vampires, it's obviously our energy. Okay, um, so what exactly is an energy vampire, really? It's an energy vampire is a person that steals other people's energies because they're living their life in victim consciousness and believe that everything happens to them. Instead of happening for them, it's happening to them. So they are a constant victim. And living as a constant victim is very disempowering. Therefore, in order for them to feel better about themselves, they need to attach to another person and absorb their energy field. Now, in order for an energy vampire to attach themselves to your energy body, they form cords attached to the two of you together. These cords, they're not visible, visible to the naked eye, but can be felt by intuition or the third eye. When they need a boost, they unconsciously steal your energy instead of using their own. These cords are like highways that run both ways. That means that you will also receive their energy, whether it's positive or negative. If they have a headache, you could also develop a headache. If they are depressed, you may become depressed. If they are angry, you may become angry and so on. So as you can see, uh, energy vampires are pretty uh, detrimental to your health. At an unconscious level, you have allowed the vampire or vampires to attach themselves to your energy body through these cords. These cords prevent you from really being the real you. 
it is imperative that these cords be severed, and sometimes a spiritual purification is required for your well-being and also for the growth of the other person. So how do we recognize an energy vampire? Some traits of the disempowered energy stealer are they feel lonely or abandoned. They feel like they've been rejected. They need constant reassurance. They never feel satisfied. They do not like to be alone. They seek nurturing or feel like they need to be taken care of. They have low energy and fatigue. They have a poor me attitude. They are a drama king or queen or whatever they like to call themselves. They are a constant talker that never allows you to speak. They need you to be their therapist or rescuer fixing their problems. They are a blamer, making you feel guilty about things. They can be vindictive by putting you down. It can be a person that is unhappy a lot. It also can be a person that tries to control you or your life. And they can also manipulate you to get things their way. Now, how do you know if you are being affected by an energy vampire? You could experience dizziness, loss of energy, muscle tension, mental confusion, headaches, chronic fatigue, sleep disturbances, irritability, depressed mood, physical illness, a small diminishing aura, which would... <clears throat> Of course, not let you not allow you to feel well. Leaks holes and tears in your aura, and oh, there's there's more than that too. <laughs> the list can go on. Now, too many people are simply just not aware of their energetic bodies and how they operate. Once people take responsibility for creating their own lives and taking back their personal power, energy vampires won't be as rampant. Okay, um, but it is detrimental to your health in areas of all your energetic being, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. So how do you protect yourself from this? Well, first you need to become aware of which individuals deplete your energy and limit your contact with them, number one. But simply not being in their physical presence um, doesn't stop them from draining you. I know, what the hell. You need to release all negative emotions that you carry within yourself. If you hold anger, hurt, jealousy, etc. inside of you, it is like you're being shackled to a ball and chain holding you hostage with your own creation. <clears throat> Excuse me. Releasing all negative emotion brings freedom as fear is the robber of peace. Now, why should you do this? Because any disharmony in the energetic bodies will cause us to be vulnerable. And when we're vulnerable, darkness and confusion easily enter, right? Being aware that this happens is, can be very empowering. Now, don't get overly stressed or fearful, fearful about this, okay? This is something that happens to everybody, all right? So please don't think doom and gloom, okay? I just want you to take steps to protect yourself. Now, anything uh, like an energy vampire that can bring you down, um, they have a lower, heavier vibration. They, they vibrate a lot of anger, fear, depression, jealousy, hatred. And when they shoot angry thoughts at you, they can, um, you know, get through your little holes in your energy that they've created, right? And hit your weak and vulnerable areas like arrows. 
and they drain your energy that way. So here are some tools to able to empower yourself against energy vampires. Uh, first off, here is a simple cord cutting exercise. Cord cutting can be done on a daily basis and more often when we are going through a stressful period, when you're going through a stressful period in your life. And these cords should also be cut from loved ones as well, especially if they're draining. No, no cord attached to anyone or thing is, you know, helpful in the long run because we're all human and we send positive and negative energy through these, correct? All right. So you want to take some deep cleansing breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth. I like to count in one, two, three, four, inhale, hold two, three, four, exhale, two, three, four. Okay. You want to call upon your spirit guides and angels and ask for assistance in cutting all cords that are attached to your being. You want to visualize your angelic or spirit guide help. Um, and their positive energy, swirling around your energy, swirling around your body, okay? And as they sw they're swirling around you, they are cutting any cord that is not of service to you, okay? When you feel the process is complete, thank yourself, thank your guides, thank your angels for their assistance, and it's done, okay? A good book on, um, cutting cords or cutting strands. They're called different things is Denise Lynn has a new book called energy strands. And it is a very, very, very good book on um, how to cut things, how to cut energy from you. Okay. Um, now physical steps to help you out. If there is a person that you know that has been sending you or actually taking this energy from you. If you have pictures of the two of you, especially if the pictures, one or two of you don't look very happy or objects that aren't very happy that were given to you from them, from them, get rid of them. Okay. You can also write down all the feelings of frustration, anger, hurt, fear, and then burn that paper or bury it. But don't give it to the person. <laughs> um, you want to repeat that as, as much as necessary. You want to clean all the clutter from your house. If you haven't used it in six months, it's not likely you will. So get rid of it. You can also clean and if you want, redecorate your home. Bringing plants in, bringing nature indoors brings in wonderful energy. It helps to purify the area. Make sure you don't have any books that bring back bad memories or pictures on your walls that are sad or, or negative in some manner. Um, get rid of those. Um, no matter if it's, if it's that person or not, um, you want it, you know, highly vibrational objects, um, that make you happy. All right. You can also smudge the area with sage, cedar, sweet grass, uh, frankincense, you can um, set out your crystals and you can light candles and use essential oils. All those things will help to uh, purify your surrounding area. This helps with reversing what the energy vampire has done to you. All right. So you know what they do. You know how you feel after you've been affected by one. 
You know how to cut the cords. And I've given you a suggestion for a book, Energy Strands by Denise Lynn, to help you with that. And lastly, I've told you ways to clean and purify your area because the energy you have in you and around you and that has affected you, you bring home with you. <laughs> so cleaning your home every once in a while to get that negative feeling away is a good thing. So now you have some tools and some knowledge to uh, starve off the energy vampire. And I hope you use it to empower yourself today. We're here at the end. I want to thank you for joining me for Ask Allie. If you like this episode, please rate it and tell your friends. The more people who listen equals the more people that can help have their aha moments. Join me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And if no one's told you today, you are fabulous. Take care, and as always, have an exceptional week.